Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. And uh, that's it for us tonight. Yeah. So uh, have a great night. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's been fun. Um, Briner is once again not with us. Yeah, what's his excuse this time? I don't even think he gave us an excuse. I think he was just like, yeah, He's I'm like, just nah. not going to come. What a piece of shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> kid's growing up that uh, yeah. he's got adult responsibilities and um, yeah, proud of the kid. So yeah, good for him. Um, but yeah, uh, and uh, our usual guests from upstairs, your brother, uh, Christian and Cass, uh, they're not with us either. Yeah, they're, uh, I think, busy doing butt stuff. Yes, likely. So that's good oh. for them. I mean, that's what you do in college, I guess, That's right? what you do. It's, you know, it's an exploratory time. Yeah, I knew I missed out life. on some experiences, the, well, the college the college ways. Well, uh, let's... I'm not mad. Let's finish this show up early and <laughs> no! I can give you some experiences. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you've heard of uh, people getting uh, frozen, cryogenically frozen? Yes. Like Walt Disney Walt rumored. Disney, that's... He is the only person I've ever heard of, actually, yeah. Uh, um, I guess the rumors surrounding him being frozen. Yeah. So the rumor is is that Walt Disney had himself cryogenically frozen in kind of a, a, a state so that at some point in the future he could be defrosted and then come back and rule the world or something. Now, I have an issue with this because these people are supposedly the, the folks that wanted to be frozen likely had some sort of disease or whatever that they're like, I'm going to be frozen until the cure for blank exists. Right. But don't those people die and then their bodies are frozen? That despite there being a cure for fill in the blank, there's probably not a cure for already being dead. Well, and that's, I'm glad you brought that up. So that's <laughs> where this story from Newsweek, uh, they, they make a point of this. You know, if, if, if you've ever hope to be cryogenically frozen uh human cry- cryonics is legal in several countries really but you have to be dead before going into the cryonics tank right that that's my issue so, that i don't think any scientist can play god otherwise freezing someone alive is tantamount to killing so as it is you can only get your dead body or head frozen and when thawed like you said you you would still be dead so <laughs> right um there is a, a russian cryonics company cryorus um, they want Sounds if, legit. If, if they manage to fund it, they plan to buy a bunker in Switzerland and convert it into a cryopreservation lab. Um, and the, the 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 reason that they have chosen Switzerland for this is that euthanasia is fully legal in Switzerland. Okay, because yeah, f- in order to free somebody, you are stopping their heart. You are stopping their body okay. entirely. So people right. with one foot in the grave, as it were could fly in from around the world and be placed in a cryopreservation tank awaiting the day when their otherwise fatal disease is cured yeah. and their body is revived to go on living. Living. Um, alternatively, they can consider being awoken when we can upload our consciousness to computers and we won't need our, our, our flesh prisons, essentially, for our souls. Oh, my God. I mean, at least this is the first I'm hearing of somebody tiptoeing around the... Uh, the resurrection aspect. Yeah. So the the only the procedure is controversial, and the only humans that have been well, yeah. <laughs> revived after cryogenic freezing are living embryos. But the process would kill an adult. Like it's we have too much 
they can't even freeze a heart and right. bring it back. Like we so right now science is not at the point where we can actually do this. But the hope is is that eventually they're going to be able to do this. And I mean, I, I can fully understand where we will get to that point someday. I mean, just seeing the the leaps and bounds that medical science has taken, even in recent years. I mean. I'm even sort of an example that I've had uh, two knee reconstructions Mm -hmm. two years apart from each other and the exact same surgery, same surgeon and everything. And my scar lines are distinctly different that the second one is a much cleaner um, uh, like scar line. Right. Yeah. That even to see the medical uh, science uh, improvements over those two years is crazy. I can't imagine what we'd do in another 60, 100, 160 exactly. years. So, I mean, I can see where we'll get there, but I mean, how lonely do you have to be to be like, yeah, I'm sick. I've got nothing on earth for me. I'll wait to see what, what 160 years from now holds for me. Hey, you know, if, if, if you've got the money, why the fuck not? And the loneliness, because to me, that would be the hardest part. If you are, I mean, if you're going to leave, why not spend the rest of your time with the loved ones that you do have here? But if you you can find new people to love. But if you don't have those loved ones anyway, if everyone in your family has uh, gone before you or you're just not close with those people anymore or you just don't have those people, maybe you're an only child and your parents have passed maybe that's the time to say, do you know what? Maybe in 160 years, it's my time to shine. Yeah. But from my perspective right now, I couldn't imagine walking away from the people in my life. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Apparently the process is pretty intense to kind of get the body. The, what they want to do is they want to push you into like a, a, an ice bath to essentially slow your blood flow and, and slow down everything. And then they remove all of your blood. <laughs> Um, and replace it with like essentially an antifreeze sort of type of thing so that oxygen and ice crystals don't freeze inside of your uh, interesting inside that of your, sense. your veins and arteries and all that kind of stuff. And then you're put into the tomb and you're flash frozen, essentially. Nice. Um, like acor- a pack of peas. Exactly. <laughs> According to its website, CryoRus is the first Eurasian company to preserve people and pets hosting 50 human bodies or heads and 20 animals in tanks in Moscow and St. Petersburg. They have so far only worked with people who have been declared legally dead. Right. Um, if you're interested in the process, um, it's relatively inexpensive. Freezing your body is about $36,000, and a head will set you back about $12,000. So A head? Yeah, so you can just freeze your head. What good does that do anybody? Well, the thought process there is that your brain is still there, but maybe you can you can be attached to um, you know biomechanics or like something Mars like Attack that. style, essentially. But that's th- fucking stupid. That's pretty rad. <laughs> I'd be so in for that. Oh man! And how do they get off with ten thousand dollars for a head when it's thirty five or thirty six thousand for an entire body? Uh, well, like the, the proportionally, most, that's the, off. Yeah, well, you can't think of proportionately because the most important organ, essentially, for for sustained uh, consciousness, is going to be the brain. What about a heart? Well, the heart again. You don't need the heart if you're able to meld what you have in the head with like cryomechanics or whatever. You're like the Grinch who stole Christmas. Who needs a heart? That's I've I've said that my whole life though. Yeah. Fuck it. It's pointless. <laughs> Who needs that? Pointless heart? organ. Fuck that. That's what I'm saying. So if you want to read more up on that, uh, <laughs> we'll be posting a link to our show notes. As we will with everything that we're talking about on tonight's show. And speaking of tonight's show, yes, we have coming up for you. Sucks to suck. 
I love it. It's my uh, favorite feature. I thought you might enjoy it. (laughs) I Uh, just love hearing the misery of other folks. We've uh, we've got a BuzzFeed quiz. BuzzFeed. Um, And an incredibly popular uh, book series and movie series is coming to TV. Twilight. No. Oh. And I've got Harry Potter. I don't, just stop guessing. We're gonna get to it next here on Pull the Plug. Narnia. But I've got thoughts. The, the Chronicles. Oh my God! Shut of, up. Of said place. Please stop. Damn it! I hate you. <laughs> I have thoughts. I have feelings. Emotions. Um, I have some emotions about it. Yeah. <laughs> the heart does exist. It grew three times this day. It's awful. <laughs> if I could get rid of it, I would. It's a deterrent, really, for my life. It holds you back. It's terrible. Like Justin said, though, if you want to follow along with tonight's show, uh, you can find everything over at the show notes at ptppodcast.com. Coming up next, we've got... Uh, I, I, I got problems. I got problems with this. I can't let it go, Shannon. I we're gonna, we're going to kick it off with the TV book mystery yeah, that yeah, yeah. that is hurting you so Get, just strap in because it's you're it's i'm gonna yell a lot perfect yeah we're used to that with you now that's though. true yeah but first here's chad price second wind on pull the plug podcast she's up for being down she's giving up her but she'll put on a smile like she's walking down the aisle again. Although she smiles back, her world's under attack. The wind was at her back, and now her wheels are off the track. She tries so hard. Don't you see, you don't have to be so strong, but you'll always try to save it all by yourself and it never works out. You'd rather not say what you're thinking about, just let it play out. Breaks holding on to your mistakes, just let them go. Don't you agree? You don't have to be so wrong, but you'll always try to save it all by yourself, and it never works out. You'd rather not say what you're. Emergency You and your 
Chad Price. Uh, we're back here at Pull the Plug. And speaking of Chad Price, really exciting news that uh, there is uh, the first ever, the inaugural season of a new TV show on CTV called The Launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like it's a little bit of a competition show. It's a six part original music series uh, coming this January on CTV. And uh, Chad Price, he's one of the uh, 12 featured artists. What? on the show so if you want more chad price in your life and i know you do why the hell wouldn't you uh like i said this january over on ctv you can follow uh, his journey there i exciting uh, speaking of tv shows yeah excellent segue thank you thank you tip of the hat (laughs) amazon they have made a uh a multi-season production commitment yeah, a- Amazon's doing a, a, a TV streaming service now, too, eh? Oh, yeah, they've got tons of stuff. Everybody yeah. has a streaming service. They have made a multi-season production commitment to a television adaptation of J.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings on TV. Lord of the Rings on TV. So, <sighs> it is a, uh, it's a major deal securing okay. one of the biggest brands in pop culture for what's likely to be one of the most expensive TV shows ever made. Correct. Um. There, there is a not a catch, but it's a little different than saying Lord of the Rings on TV. The series will explore storylines set before the events in the first Lord of the Rings novel, which is the Fellowship of the Ring. Does it say how much walking we get to expect with this TV series? I, uh, for those, is it a lot? Shut your mouth. Is it a lot of walking or a moderate amount of of walking? First of all, any of the walking, I got a, I got beef with people who just three movies of walking. Hey, it's not a first. It's just clearly not because no. Shut up. up. Some jogging. I'm talking. Some horseback. I'm gonna fucking turn your mic down because I got the controls here and I got opinions about this and I got opinions about people saying this. All right. Continue. The any any instance of walking that you see in those films is set together to grandiose four-second clips of them walking interspliced between great character moments and action scenes. So to say that it's just a movie about people walking, you're blatantly wrong. All right? (laughs) It's just not true. Yeah. So Sometimes they're crouching. So shove it up your ass. Sometimes they're they're, they're going to jaunt. Anyway. If you could, if you, if you could spend some time, some a little less time derailing the story. Continue, um, my good sir. Again, the, the this storyline is set before the events in the Lord of the Rings. So the the the, the war that you see in those movies, um, we're not going to see that. You're not going to see that. It's not going to be told in the TV version. So this story is either set um, before the Hobbit or in between the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. Okay, so they're filling in gaps before the three movies in between. 
the six movies and after the Lord of the Rings three movies. Not after the Lord of the Rings. Not after. Not, well, that's not part of it yet. So here, okay. Ah. So a description from the show, uh, straight from the new press release says, set in Middle Earth, the television adaptation will explore new storylines preceding the Fellowship of the Ring, which is again is the, the very first book in the Lord of the Rings. Right. And the deal includes a potential additional spinoff series. So essentially what, what the Tolkien estate is giving to Amazon is just like, Besides The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, right? all of this other material, which there is uh, countless books on, you have at her. Like, you can, you can develop, you can write stories from, you can create from, from this work. You can create tons of series or one-offs or spin-offs or whatever. That Here you go. That definitely makes more sense to me when I had first heard the rumors about the TV show. I'm going... Isn't it a little soon? I mean, these movies, yeah, they're, uh, I mean, from when we were in high school type of thing, but... Yeah, the first one came out in 2001. But their technology was so advanced for that movie-making time that it holds up. It's still, yeah, you can still watch all three of those movies and still marvel at them. It doesn't feel dated. So that's, in my mind, I'm going, like, isn't this a little too soon to be revisiting Middle Earth again? But, um, yeah, I guess if they're sort of tackling stories outside of the stories that have been told, I can understand that. I, yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't. I'm 100% not down with them just saying, oh, well, here's the Lord of the Rings again for you. I, right. I am interested in the idea of them spending, um, you know, expanding on this universe that there, like I said, is, a, is plenty of, of Tolkien written books on. Yeah. There are tons of stories that you can adapt for a short series or a TV series or like a mythology sort of thing. Um, I do worry about the fact that a lot of the stuff that you see or you hear about that would be at least interesting maybe to see in a TV series, a lot of it, you need to incorporate a lot of either locations or characters right. that we're familiar with from The Lord of the Rings. And I was going to ask that. How do they tackle some of these uh, familiar faces and settings. Well, that's the thing. Like in a lot of these other stories, and certainly not all of them, but in a lot of them, like Gandalf is there sometimes. Yeah. Ian McKellen's not coming back for to play Gandalf. Do we know that? Well, no, but I'm he he has publicly said like the Hobbit was his last go. Like he doesn't want to do it anymore. And yeah, he's and, what ninety. And, well, he's not ninety, but he's like he's close to eighty. Like he's not gonna oh. do it anymore. Okay, he's not as old. As, he come back then. He's only eighty. I know. He, he's just. <laughs> That's just not a thing. It's a totally different company that's doing it. And I think a TV budget would be very different than a movie budget. Well, and that's the thing, too, is Game of Thrones. uh, Now, I'm not a huge Game of Thrones. I haven't watched a lot of Game of Thrones, but I know their budget is huge, and the show does look good. Yeah. But I worry whether a TV budget can kind of manage the world and the storytelling of the Lord of the the Rings mythos, we'll call it. And speaking of budget... And, and talking about money, this was a really kind of insane piece of information that was uh, on the story on SlashFilm.com, which we link to a bunch of stories for this. Um, I guess Amazon, uh, Netflix, and HBO had been approached by the Tolkien estate, which has been kind of shopping the project around, which is pretty substantial considering that the Tolkien estate was not a fan of the Lord of the Rings movies. They, they Oh, interesting. They didn't like the telling of it. They didn't like how it was portrayed. None of that. So... The fact that they were actually shopping around a project is is very interesting, yeah, to say the least. So, it do you think they need the money? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I can't imagine, but, but milk what you've got, I guess. I suppose. So to continue on from that, it came 
So th- th- they've been shopping around the project. It came with an upfront rights payment said to be in the 200 to $250 million range. Huh. That is just for the rights before any costs for development, talent, production, um, in proposition whose finances industry observers called insane. Like, that is an, a, a staggering amount of money for purely the right to tell the story. I know Amazon's online presence is unmatched. But right. does their streaming service really have that audience? That yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been as surprised if Netflix was the one to come forward. Because every everyone, I don't know, to me it's like saying go Google something. If you're going to wa- say, I'm going to watch this online, people are going, oh, is it on Netflix? Right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. in my mind, everybody has Netflix. So that wouldn't have been as big of a shock for me. But to have this obscure streaming service from Amazon be the one to pick it up. I mean, I'm not going to be watching it on an Amazon streaming service. Yeah. I don't know. You're, you're very, you're limiting a lot of people, I think in that regard too. Totally. Um, the, and, and early estimates for, you know, a fantasy series, a fantasy series of this kind of magnitude is likely to be like the budget for it is going to be about a hundred to $150 million a season. So Amazon is throwing <sighs> a shit to presumably a shit ton of money. Yeah towards this this thing and it, and, and it, maybe they'll assume that that's going to be enough like that one show will be enough to draw fans in and maybe it would be for the likes of you and people like yeah. you who are super into the entire world that tolkien created beyond right. what you've seen on screen already um but for someone who just simply enjoyed the movies i don't know that it would be enough of a draw for me to be like, yeah, I'll subscribe for another 10 bucks a month mm-hmm. for another streaming service when I've already got one that I pay for. So, and, and, and that bring that, that statement also brings to light two other kind of thoughts that I have. And one is the fact that the Tolkien estate is super on board with it means one, like I said, they weren't a huge fan of the Peter Jackson films, which is interesting. To so me. it could signal a we a different type of tone for, for the sure. adaptations, which could be bad or could be good. I don't know. Obviously, I love the Lord of the Rings movies, but hey, if you can change it up and you make it good, fantastic. But what's I know a lot of this backstory, yeah, and I know a lot of the stories that are told in this in this universe. Some would say too much. Don't. Uh, that's rude. Um, <laughs> but again, I'm an outlier in that. There's not like certainly there are fans like like myself, but the quote-unquote average viewer of the Lord of the Rings who enjoyed the movies and is like, yeah, they're good movies. That The the other background mythos does not have really anything to do with the Lord of the Rings. So you're asking people to not only use a streaming service, which not a, a, a shit ton of people are using, to invest in a series of topics in, in a universe that we've heard about in the movies, but it doesn't really have anything to do with the movies. And it also looks really different. It's made by a group of people yeah. The same characters that we love from over there are now not going to be over here. I'm not saying it's not going to work. No, but in my mindset, th- it sounds like this group who are po- like potentially making this show are trying to talk to you as an right. audience where it's the average, like the me of of the general viewing population that they need to target. And I don't know that they're going to get me. Yeah, for right? sure. Uh, yeah. So again, I mean, it's just a super early in development and yeah. talks and all it's that. It's exciting so, though. 
I am excited about the prospect of more Tolkien stuff on Absolutely. TV. Like, I love it. Great. Give me more. Give me, I, give me more. Give yeah, me more. Right. Give me, Great give me reference, more. By, by the way. <laughs> um, but I am a little apprehensive and I'm a little wary about getting too hopeful for this kind of thing. Yeah. Because I feel like it has the very... Sh- it is very easy to just topple. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll I, see I how just that goes. don't know if it's going to have the the legs to carry it and the audience to support it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's my biggest worry. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, it's too bad. The, the The idea of it is very exciting. But like I said, I would have been a hell of a lot more excited had it been someone like Netflix, a streaming service that I already subscribe to and pay for and enjoy. Um yeah, I yeah. think had it been something that would potentially be accessible for me without additional subscriptions, I would have been a lot more excited. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you want to, if you have an opinion on this, if you're a fan of the Lord of the Rings and, and the Hobbit movies and you like, you've got an opinion on it, or uh, if you would watch this, whatever, we want to hear your opinion. You can reach out to us through our website, ptbpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, I mean, maybe you are just the average person that enjoyed the movies and you're going, do you know what? If... This Amazon streaming service is 10 bucks a month. Maybe I'll do it for the month it takes me to get through this series and you know what? Try to, it out. If they throw up a full season and and I don't know and it looks good, people would be like, well, "I'll spend 20 bucks on two months and watch it and see how I like it." So, yeah. you know, it could pay off for them. It could also bring people into their streaming service. So, Too true. who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Once again, we'd love to hear from you over at ptppodcast.com. Let's get back to the music here. Here is fan favorite Chris Nichols with Forever's Temporary on PTP. the time will I keep an eye on a million miles sit for a while watch it pass let it slip through your fingers thinking about nothing's one more thing I can't say tonight I separate from my mind something's wrong with moving on there's too much weight to And now you're making me feel Something's wrong with moving now Forever temporary up in heaven will I forgot to smile Come with a limbo now I'm stuck in the night Oh my God, what a simple messiah Feeling so powerless as I sit beside you now I separate from my mind oh, Something's wrong with moving on There's too much weight 
for your pull the plug entertainment update you just mashing it now top five movies at the box office this week number five jigsaw do you want to play a game oh not with you you're scary <laughs> <laughs> number four a bad mom's christmas uh bringing in 40 million so far <laughs> those moms they're so naughty not a strong strong no, not, start for not, this movie not doing great uh, number three murder on the orient express number two daddy's home two Number one, bringing in all the money, Thor Ragnarok. That was a great movie. So good. Definitely check it out if yeah, you haven't seen it already. If you haven't seen it that, and you're a fan of the Marvel Universe, uh, definitely one to check out. Opening up in theaters for you this week, we've got Wonder, uh, The Star, Roman J. Israel Esquire, uh, Mudbound. Um, and the reason that you don't know any of those films is because <laughs> a little film called Justice League is also opening up for you this week. Man, that looks good. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, early re- Sounded skeptical. No, 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 no. Early reviews are saying it's a very, f- you know, very fun movie. Definitely on the right track. Yeah. Is it perfect? Far from it. Yeah. Um, but people seem to be at least having fun with it. So that's a that's a step in the right direction, at least. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, think. I think after they uh, uh, put Wonder Woman out they they were back on mm-hmm. track that uh yeah no that's really really good to hear uh coming soon to theaters november 24th we've got coco darkest coco. hour call me by your name that's a that's a tough one to say do you know what that's about no call me by your name uh, maybe that's like you scream out your own name during sex like maybe is that they made a movie about it yeah that's on the big screen that's yeah, it's only 30 seconds long, but it's, right. you can get a lot of people in the theaters to watch it. So that's that's the key there. <laughs> and The Man Who Invented Christmas and coming soon, uh, December 1st, we've got Wonder Wheel. Wonder Wheel! <laughs> and The Disaster Artist. <laughs> New releases uh, in movies for you. Uh, Wind River, 
Uh, the Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature, uh, Amityville, The Awakening, Ooh. and one I'm really looking forward to, Atomic Blonde. Oh, Charlie looks so Sand. good. Fucking ass. Damn. Coming soon for movie releases, we've got The Hitman's Bodyguard, uh, Valerian, and The City of a Thousand Planets, and Churchill, which also looks fantastic. Uh, switching gears into music, new releases in music for your November 17th. Wow, that is high-pitched. <laughs> November 17th. Very good. <laughs> We've got Morrissey Low in High School, uh, Electric Wizard with Wizard Bloody Wizard. There's a lot of wizards it's, on it's that like one. A take on, to me, it was like a take on Sunday Bloody Sunday. I get it. I like that. Charlotte Gainsbourg Rest, Bare Naked Ladies with Fake Nudes. That's a fun one. I don't want, fi- I want real nudes. <laughs> I want the legit. What if the fake nudes look better than the real ones? I'm all about the realism. <laughs> uh, Green Day. They're old enough now that they need a Greatest Hits album. They do have 700 albums. God's though. favorite band, so uh, that's fun. Uh, and Sia, Every Day is Christmas. New Christmas album to start off your the holiday spirit there for you. Did you guys uh, did you hear that the uh, um, there was a study that came out that people who listen to uh, Christmas music too early, um, like it can be damaging to your brain? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm 100% serious. They, so they were saying that it can make you, f- um, if you hear Christmas music too early... That it will make you feel like anxious and mentally like unstable. Dancing, no, dancing. no. Woo, I one hundred percent subscribe. I one hundred percent subscribe to that idea too. By the way, if I start, I'm starting to hear Christmas music now, and I know it's middle of November. Yeah, it's got to be December. Otherwise, I'm getting anxious. I'm thinking about really. Here's 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 why. And this is a little derailment from the entertainment update. Yeah, but no, it's fun. Christmas music for me. Yes, it is. You know, it's fun, it's happy, it's light. But what it triggers in my mind is thoughts of getting together with family. Oh, no. And, uh, you know, like the pressures of, of uh, you know, gift giving and driving in the winter and running around and managing it around work schedules and all that kind of stuff. It can add a lot of stress to a lot of people. And there are studies now that are basically confirming that this is a thing, that a lot of – they're advising a lot of places to tone down on how early you're playing Christmas music because it could have a negative effect on people. And that's, I I don't know. I feel like, I I mean, I can't argue with science, I guess. That's true. You can't. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. Doesn't Christmas music just put people in such a joyous mood? No. No. Oh, man. No. Maybe you're listening to the wrong music. I've listened to so many because you're a huge fan of Christmas. Like you like listen. You're not you're not listening to it year round, of course. No, no. But like you, come come Christmas time though. But like hundred percent. But right now, like I'm pretty sure you have the Sia Every Day Is Christmas album already. Yeah, you do. I know you do. And you're and so I don't know if I like it though. Okay, well <laughs> that's near the here the thing. You have the Christmas album, right? So you've started to listen to it middle of November. No, no, I only listened to one song that because I think. Uh, but you were okay. But you were drawn to the Christmas album hmm. already. That's yep. what I'm saying. People are starting to do this. Well, it's it's getting earlier and earlier every year. People. Well, we're after Remembrance Day. Oh my god. Top five on billboard.com. Uh number five without warning, twenty one savage offset and metro booming. That's a That's a thing. That's a thing. Number four, Texoma Shore, Blake Shelton. He was uh recently he's gonna be uh, voted the sexiest man alive. I don't see it. He's not unattractive. I I but, don't get no, but, but I don't that's even not a good barometer. No, like 
it's one thing that, you know, you get together with your friends and all the husbands are there. I don't even know if he would be like the hottest husband in the room. You know what I mean? Who's the right off the top of your head, Shannon? If I had to gun to your <laughs> head right now, sexiest man alive. I, I'm bad for that. Like, I, I don't know. You don't care. I really Sexiest woman alive. You failed the test. Uh, yeah. God damn you. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't see it being Blake Shelton. That's fair. I don't know. He's, he's very. Somebody, he's somebody that puts up a fence for you. He's common. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, I feel like he's sort of a dime a dozen. <laughs> That's a great. I love. He's common. <laughs> like, I feel like you could walk down the street and see 10 of them. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, I just don't see it. Well, fair enough. Okay. I don't get it. What about this next guy? Fuck off. Number three, heartbreak on a full moon, Chris Brown. Ooh. Fucking abuser. How does he have a career still? I don't know. I do not understand this es- one es- bit. Especially because we're I'm, pu- I'm putting this under a blanket of abuse. Yeah. With how much... Is coming out with all of these, you know, male celebrities. We'll call them. Yep. With how much is coming out about and and their careers being ruined, which rightfully so. Totally. How is somebody like this who is a different form of abuse, but it's still abuse? How is he able to have a career and a thriving one? Totally. Like he, he's not just getting by. Yeah, he's number three on Billboard right now with. If, it is so enraging to me. But to me, to me, it, and this might be a generalization, but I don't really care. If you support him, you not only like you're not only you're supporting abusing women in every single way. Yes, because you're, it's the same thing regardless. It's a, it's abuse. So you're supporting not only beating women but sexually harassing them. You're you're supporting every method of degradation and abuse towards towards women towards people. But especially towards women. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. I, I Piece of garbage. do not understand how this man has fans yeah. at all. Uh, number two, Red Pill Blues, Maroon 5. And number one, The Thrill of It All from Sam Smith. There just you a, go. Just a charmer. Yeah, he is a charmer. He's good, good times. Yep. Celebrity birthdays for November. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Give me that. Boom, boom, That 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 Actress Emma Dumont is uh, twenty-three. Actress Shailene Woodley. She sounds her vagina, don't you know? Is twenty-six. <laughs> Nickelback singer Chad Kroger is four to three. Writer yes, and actress Kathleen. <laughs> writer and actress Kathleen Rose Perkins is also forty-three. Actor Johnny Lee Miller is forty-five. Actress Beverly D'Angelo. You may know her from uh, speaking of Christmas movies, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> She's Chevy Chase's wife in that. Yeah, uh, what six, a babe. Sixty-six today. She was a babe. Do you know what? I feel like she's still a good sixty-six. Oh, I'm sure she is. Yeah. Uh, actor and director Sam Waterston is seventy-seven, and actor uh, Ed Asner is eighty-eight today. Do you know what? I think Christmas Vacation still has to be probably my favorite Christmas movie. It's definitely in the top. Definitely in the top five. You just cannot beat that movie. Oh, no question. There's so many classic lines. It's great. It's fantastic. Just film. awesome. That's your entertainment update coming up next. We got sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. But first, 
the lovely sisters, uh, Zaya. And uh, here's their cover of Ghost on Pull the Plug. I keep going to the river to pray Cause I need something that can wash all the pain And at most I'm sleeping all these demons away But your ghost, the ghost of you, it keeps me awake My friends had you figured out If they saw what's inside of you You tried hiding another you your evil was coming through These are sitting on the wall They watch every move I make Bright light living in the shade Your cold heart makes the spirit shake I had to go through hell To prove I'm not insane I had to meet the devil Just to know his name That's when my love was burning Yeah, it's still burning I keep Going to the river to pray Cause I need something that can wash all the pain And at most I'm sleeping all these demons away But your ghost, the ghost of you, it keeps me awake And you're creeping in And I let you under my skin Cause I love living in the sin Boy, you never told me True love was gonna hurt True pain I don't deserve Truth is that I'll never learn I keep going to the river to pray Cause I need Something that can wash all the pain And at most I'm sleeping all these demons away But your ghost, the ghost of you, it keeps me awake I keep going to the river to pray Cause I need something that can wash all the pain And at most I'm sleeping all these demons away But your ghost, the ghost of you, it keeps me awake And we're back with Sucks to Suck. For those of uh, you new to so the show. So much singing. Yeah, there's a lot of singing. <laughs> this is why we need Briner back. I know. Briner, please come back. Please. We really need you back. 
It's really bad here. <laughs> uh, for those of you uh, new to the show, maybe you haven't listened to a lot, Sucks to Suck, we take a look at a few stories uh, from the week where people just, they, they fail. They're not cool. They're not good stupid. at life. They just, they done fucked up. I don't know. It's just fun to make fun of people. And this is where we do it. Yeah. Uh, recently on a Qatar Airways flight from Doha, Qatar to Bali, Indonesia. Oh, a, a sounds wo- fancy. A woman accessed her husband's phone. And allegedly discovered that the man was cheating on her. Uh-oh. According to the Times of India, she reportedly used her husband's own fingerprint while he was sleeping. Amazing. That is someone who's not trusting. She was suspicious. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Times of India also reported that the woman was inebriated and caused an outburst when she discovered her husband's infidelity, like you do. I can see that. After crew members failed to calm the woman, the plane made an emergency landing in Chennai, India, and the entire family, including the husband and their child, oh. were kicked off. Oh, that's rough. After the family was removed, the flight resumed its course to Bali. The family stayed in the uh, Chennai airport for the rest of the day, according to Fox News. <laughs> and the Times of India reported that the family was eventually put on a flight to Kuala Lumpur, where they could make a connecting flight back to Doha. Uh, no further police action was was taken. But that's not how you want your flight to go. Uh, especially not your flight to Bali. You're on your right? way to paradise, and shit goes awry. Uh, yeah. Sucks to suck. Uh, this story comes from Consequence of Sound, and actually, I uh, have uh, you to thank, Shannon, for sending me this story. Oh, yeah. Justin Bieber <laughs> is popular music among psychopaths. That's fun, right? A, a new study finds. Uh, according to Washington Post, the uh, study sought to find a correlation between preferred music genres and psychopathy. It's a personality disorder characterized by uh, manipulativeness and a lack of empathy. The researchers surveyed uh, 190 NYU psychology students and identified about 20 songs that seem to be particularly popular uh, or unpopular, depending on the listener's level of psychopathy. In addition to Bieber's What Do You Mean, Eminem's Lose Yourself, and Black uh, Blackstreet's No Diggity (laughs) were among the songs most popular with those students who scored highly on the psychopathy scale. Really? On the low end of the spectrum were uh, Dire Straits' Money for Nothing, the country music staple Wayward Wind, and the Nax's My Sharona. Um... Taking a look at the balance of those three song of those songs, there I may be a psychopath. I'm not a fan of Bieber, but everything else there I'd be okay with. Yeah. So, uh, researchers have yet to find a specific pattern in what songs are popular or unpopular with people <laughs> who scored high. Uh, though their initial hypothesis that psychopaths prefer songs without lyrics had been proven false. So I guess that was a popular theory. Is that interesting? People who listen to music that didn't have lyrics, maybe instrumental stuff, were more psychopath driven. Not necessarily the case, so I find that really interesting. But Bieber, popular among psychopaths. I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, even if you listen to, if, even if you're not, when you listen to Bieber, you're gonna become a psychopath. Absolutely. That's just science. Sucks to suck. And finally, from uh, today's dot dot com. This is this is gun safety one hundred and one is double checking to make sure that the safety is on. Correct. Or no bullets. There's no bullets. Right. So, uh, according to uh, MTO, a, uh, a Brazilian redneck. A Brazilian redneck. Which is amazing. I can't even picture. Anyway, continue. I know. He's, he's, <laughs> he's making international news for reportedly shooting his penis off in an accident. <gasps> Thank you for your empathy. <laughs> the, uh, the man was live streaming what was supposed to be no. a funny video in which he tries to Shoot his penis off? <laughs> Bash a gator to death. Oh. So he, he has a rifle, and he's oh. trying to to beat a, a gator to death. That's horrible. That's awful. 
not cool, not funny. No. And they're very quickly to point out in this article, like, funny is in quotations. It's not funny. He, with his sick mind, found this funny, but yeah. Fortunately for him, the rifle was loaded and, uh, you know, kind of trying to bash the gator. Maybe he missed or something and accidentally trigger went off and boom, blew his dick off. Oh, he fully deserves that. Fully deserves it. And if you want to watch the video, you can take a look at the uh, show notes over at ptppodcast.com. It's worth watching. It's fantastic. And he deserves every second of it. Every minute. What a fucking loser. Look, unless the gator has like your child and is about to drag them into the river. Right. There's no excuse for that. No. So fuck you, buddy. Totally. I'm all for that. Oh so. my god. Yeah, he this guy just sucks. Yeah. All around. That's uh that sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. <laughs> Coming up next, we've got a BuzzFeed quiz that I I'm I think I'm going to be taking this week. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped on that. Nice to switch things up a yeah. little bit. But first here, we've got Timeless from Dom Robinson here on PTP.
Dom Robinson, and we're back here at PTP. Yay! And for once, I actually get to give a quiz. Isn't that fun? It happens uh, every so often, but I'm always excited when I get to give the quiz rather than be the quizzy. Well, <laughs> usually I'm the one giving the quiz. One, because I, you know, I find a lot of the content. But two, it's also really fun to see you and uh, Brian or battle it out. You're both quite competitive, and that's hilarious to too me. Too true. Uh, but tonight, we're going to find out, Justin, mm-hmm. what kind of traveler are you? Ooh. Which is fun. We both love to travel. Uh, yeah. But I do think if we didn't travel together, we would have very different styles. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, before I take the quiz. Yes. Uh, or maybe, yeah, before I take the quiz, maybe, I think I for a tra- as a traveler, I would be a lot more of like the just the walking around with headphones, sightseeing, and maybe going to like uh, like a museum, like museums, and and maybe food. Yeah, I that's feel fair. like that's probably going to be my main thing. Um, interesting. But yeah. we'll uh, we'll see what where this where this takes us. Yeah, it, it is interesting. I think if we were to travel separately, we would have very different styles of travel, yeah. and yet we travel so well together. Do, yeah. So let's find out all right um i did take the quiz earlier so i've got my results that i can oh, uh, excellent. okay we can visit afterwards can but uh let's dive in all right when traveling you find that you have the most interaction with the concierge at your hotel everyone you come in contact with or the wait staff at restaurants uh the wait staff at restaurants definitely couldn't care less about the people around me <laughs> the best places to stay have all white bedding, are downtown, are in the middle of nowhere, are with the locals. I'm going to go with downtown. And the reason I say that is that it's typically you're you're close to most things. Fair enough. I mean, you're also easy access to typically public transportation and stuff like that. So I'm going to go with uh, with downtown. Perfect. All right. My favorite view is of my butt, the beach, oh. the city lights, the spa, or my plate. Ooh, it's between city lights and the beach. I don't like. I don't want to go to the beach to like swim and whatnot, but I do like walking on it or like sitting there. Yeah, fair enough. I'm gonna go with the beach actually. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna tra- switch it up a little bit. My ideal climate is. Mild, so that I can comfortably check out all of the sights. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the rain makes for more of an adventure. It doesn't really matter. I'll be inside most of the time anyway. Or 
I like it hot so I can spend all of my time at the beach. Mild. Checking out the city sights. I'm checking out city sights. I like the I like the jeans. I like yeah. a light hoodie, maybe. There you go. I like to like a light long sleeve Henley, perhaps. <laughs> My ball cap. You've already got your bag packed. I think I'm ready, actually. Where are we going? Good. When it's time to eat, I head straight for the My nearest butt. hole Sorry. the nearest hole in the wall. My bookmarks on Yelp or TripAdvisor. <laughs> Somewhere the concierge recommends or Locals who look like they could make a good recommendation. Yeah, I'm definitely not talking to the locals. No, yeah. I just I can't do it. Um, it's probably gonna be my bookmarks on Yelp or so, like some that kind of bookmarks, right. places I've looked up already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of travel is my the butt. Sorry. F- the food, the people, the sights, the adventure. The adventure. The adventure. Hundred percent. All right, Justin. You. M- you might be surprised by this, but you might not be. Okay, well, and also this is going to be kind of interesting because I've never really traveled alone. Like I've I've been on a journey to a place and then met up with people and right. stuff. Like I've made a flight obviously by myself, but I've never went to somewhere by myself, been there that by myself, and then come back by myself. True. So this will be kind of interesting. Maybe it's true. I don't know. We'll see. All right. You got the adventurer. Yes. A trip is nothing if it doesn't involve adventure. Whether you are island hopping, hiking, or exploring a city, there is no doubt that you're not afraid to try something new. Yeah. Which I do think suits you. I feel like that would suit me. I like um I I think I'm definitely like if I'm traveling with with other people, I'm very much a I'm free for what like I'm down with whatever. Like let's go, I'll go with wherever the flow. you guys want to go. Totally. But if I'm going by myself, I'm I'm definitely trying out weird things yeah. or different things. Like butt stuff. Like butt stuff. Yeah. Like my butt. Definitely. Um, I want you to try out my butt is what I'm saying. So like I said, I did take the quiz earlier and okay. uh, I got honorary local. Oh, interesting. This doesn't surprise me right away. When in Rome is more than, a, uh, than an expression to you, no matter where you are, you are a local. From the moment you step off the plane, you slip into the flow of everyday life in the city. You value authenticity, crave uh, crave local flavors, and treasure each new encounter with the locals you meet. Yeah, it's a uh, for those of you who have never traveled with Shannon, <laughs> um, and it is one of her many charming qualities, <laughs> and also a detriment to her. Right. Uh, she will not stop talking to people. I love meeting new people. Um, and you've you, Shannon always like will will go up to we'll be at you know a, a restaurant or a bar or something and just hanging out for a drink and she'll just randomly start talking to people as if they they I don't know how you do I don't know how you people who do that are able to do that that doesn't make sense to me it's not a bad it's not a slight against you it's just such a weird thing for my mind to comprehend yeah, that's fair. but in the same vein I've met some of the absolute best that's people around the world that's very true some of my closest friends yeah. live across the ocean which seems obscure mm-hmm. and weird to me um, but at the same time it doesn't that the closest people to me and I think meeting people through travel um, I don't know you have a like-minded spirit a like-minded mm-hmm. way of life that you just connect on different levels with people like that it also opens up your butt to stuff. Oh, so. my God. Kay, I will fist your butt. So, <laughs> thank God. been waiting all are, night. Are you over it now? I'm so ready. Let's just end <laughs> this show. Let's play this next song so we can get to fisting. Let's get gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. That's the new tagline of the show. Let's finish the song so we can get to the fisting. That's, That's what we're doing. Horrible. That's going to be the name of this episode. <gasps> and on that note, 
How does a monkey write its song? This one here from Ross Hammond on Pull the Plug.
Is a Monkey Write It song, Ross Hammond, and you can find more from him at rosshammond.com. Very good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Now we've got the travel bug, though, after talking about uh, that last BuzzFeed quiz. I know, right? I just want to get out on the road and... Let's go. Stuff. Let's go find some new adventures. If you want to uh, support uh, some new adventures, you can head on over to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash P2P podcast. Or just support us having a website and paying. That's the adventure. <laughs> We're on this adventure together. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah, Again, Patreon.com slash P2P podcast. If you want to uh, donate uh, and help out the show in any in any way, um, we would really appreciate it. You know, it, it doesn't cost a, a fuck ton of money, but it, it does cost some money to run the show and, and we do it right off, you know, out of our own bank accounts and, yeah. and we're more than happy to do that. But if you feel like helping out, we would love it. Um, we have a few different tiers yeah, um, that you can donate towards and uh, in, in rewards, you'll, you'll get some stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not asking something for nothing that one, you get our weekly free funny, which of course, uh, yeah. You can't complain about. I mean, I'm not complaining about it. I have a great time doing it. But uh, yeah, in return, we've got some uh, fun little givebacks for you. What I think I might be doing too, and uh, is is right after the show, you yes. know, I edit it and throw it up, and it goes up the next morning. What I'm thinking about doing is actually throwing it up on Patreon right away for subscribers. Oh, that's so fun. that if you uh, you know, even if you donate two bucks a month, which is the lowest tier. You get the yep. show right away. A little bit earlier than everybody else. I like it. Uh, you also get a shout out on the show and shout outs to uh, Phil Marcus for uh, continuing to support the show. We love you. Fantastic. You're dude. the greatest fucking human being this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. That's a term. That's a phrase I heard once and I like it. And so we are on this side of the Mississippi. We're not on that other side. That's not on true. the other. Yes. Um, there's different. Uh, again, you know, you can you can buy us a cup of coffee with five bucks a month. Uh, if you want to come on the show, we can live stream you in for one of the recordings of the show. And you can be a part of the recording process. I'm still flabbergasted that we know how to do that. I know. <laughs> uh, we, you know, there's pledges where you can uh, we can get an exclusive number four scene personalized for you and only for you photo emailed out to you uh, with a special little message. And you're gonna get all every next stage that you donate towards. You're gonna get all that past stuff as well. Yeah, see, that's awesome. There's a lot of great stuff coming your way there if you do want to support the show. Um, and and we're very much about the 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 idea of whatever you are comfortable to donate. Oh yeah, no, I I don't want you spending your lunch money on us. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but if <laughs> if you need to eat, I mean, eat. yeah, I always support eating. That's again, yeah, eating's a good thing. <laughs> uh, so once again, patreoncom slash podcast, uh, and we'd uh, we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Hopefully, Briner's gonna be back next week. I hope so. I miss that kid. I know. I miss his sexiness and his he's dulcet a, tones. He's a good-looking dude who sounds his, real nice. And his butt. Yeah. You are having a time with your butt tonight. Look, I uh, I gotta be honest. I've had a half a glass of red wine. Oh my god! Feeling a little loose and. Uh, Sorry. Can I also say your half a glass was also a half of a bottle of wine? <laughs> yeah, I may have indulged. They're large glasses. Yeah. Look, I'm a. Look, I go hard. Come on now. It's Tuesday night. Let's right. Go, let's go nuts. Let's go. N- it's Tuesday night. Let's go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Balls deep nuts. Oh boy! Uh, I think I think we should call it a night. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Once again, ptbpodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, kids, keep masturbating. Kiss my curvy butt. Goodbye. Testicles. I'm in around my butthole. <laughs> Testicles. In and around my mouth. So yummy. <laughs>
How was that? 